Staggering Stories 186. And I would just like to complain that you haven't even tried to come up with something original. John Cleese will be on the phone any minute now asking for royalties. That was shamelessly pinched. Shamelessly. I'm ashamed of you. Shame. Welcome, welcome to this, dear listeners, the latest in a long line of Staggering Stories podcasts. I'm Crumbly. I'm Asda Man. I'm Fake Keith. I'm Adam. I'm Jean. And I am the real Keith Dunn. I got to say it all. She didn't interrupt me. I was about to burp. Oh. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God for fizzy been, coke. That would have been beyond rude. <laughs> and I burp. <laughs> and well, as she's here, I don't have permission to insult you when she's yeah, here, you yeah, see. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go for it. No, it's all right. I only do it when you're not here. Oh, that's okay. Just to make him feel comfortable and at home. Thank you. I like feeling comfortable. You'll be pleased to know that when you're not here, Scott insults you. Oh, that's so all right then. <laughs> I never do, because it's not fair. Yeah, because you're not a I'm sorry about that. Shall we get on with the show? I oh, think we should. What show? Oh, uh, I don't know. Anyway, without further ado, brandishing the dead parrot, that is the news with El Presidente. Yourself. I'm braced. I'm braced. Doctor Who back in August 2014. <laughs> the world of Doctor Who was shocked to its very core with the utterly unexpected news that it will be returning to screens in August. Okay, that's pretty much what everyone expected, despite some less incredible rumours of a July or even June start for Capaldi's first season. We don't have an exact date yet, but the two likely candidates are. Drumroll, please. Saturday, the 30th of August, or just maybe the 23rd of August, to have it coincide with the bank holiday weekend in the UK. It's been a long wait, but only about two and a half months to go now. I'd forgotten all about it, you know. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. I knew there was something we usually watched. I saw some date saying the first week in August, but I don't think anyone knows. I think that'd be too early. Too this early. this yeah. sort of time we're due a split season, aren't we? Shut Went too far. I saw a little interview with Peter Capaldi, and I get the feeling he said there was no split season. <laughs> Not, I wouldn't like there to be a split season. There will be no split season. <laughs> mm. Yes, <laughs> she has spoken. Yes, community undead. Wow. It is teetering on the edge. No, it's dead. No, no, it might be alive again. The saga of geekdom's favourite sitcom, Community, has always been interesting. And that may yet continue, despite our report that NBC had cancelled the programme last podcast. Mm. Now rumours are swirling around the intertubes that streaming service Hulu may pick up the Sony-owned TV series for more Gringdale insanity. Showrunner and creator Dan Harmon had seemingly given up the fight, but now implies he could be encouraged to return. I'm not going to be the guy that recancels cancelled community. 
What? What? <laughs> if it does come back... It's brand fuel. <laughs> if it does come back for more, then we can surely expect some veiled meta-references to the resurrection of the show itself. Five seasons and a stream movie! It's more that the statement doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it does. going to be the guy, guy that re cancels. He's cancelled He's cancelling the cancel. So he's recancelled it. It's been cancelled and now it yeah. may be back. So he resurrected it. He's cancelled the cancel. I thought the pandemic has stopped. It makes perfect sense to me, and I should applaud Adam for typing that. I just copied and pasted it. Stop applauding him. Ah, he's got the clap. (laughs) More news. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Ant-Man, directionless. (gasps) Marvel Studios' upcoming Ant-Man film is in trouble, and it's not ant powder, that's the ghouls. Phew. Edgar Wright, who had been pushing the project for the best part of a decade, has stepped down as director almost at the last minute. Is a decade Mm. like a decade, but posher? Yes. (laughs) Decomposing decade. It's shinier. Ah. Shiny. A decade. According to a press statement from Marvel... Marvel and Edgar Wright jointly announced today that the studio and director have parted ways on Marvel's Ant-Man due to differences in their vision of the film. The decision is to to move on is amicable and does not impact the release date on July 17th, 2015. A new director will be announced shortly. Wright is probably best known for his work with Simon Pegg on the Cornetto trilogy of Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz and The World's End. He also co-wrote the Ant-Man script along with Joe Cornish. With time running out to make the July 2015 release date, Marvel then approached Anchorman director Adam McKay to take over. He turned it down. (gasps) Can they get a good director on basically no notice, or will they have to delay the filming and release dates? Maybe Marvel needs the help of a real superhero now, or perhaps they should have left Wright alone to do his thing in the first place. Find out what happens <laughs> what in the next episode. Difference of opinions over the direction of the film could you have when it's called Ant Man? <laughs> and yeah. the guy wrote it. Yeah. 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 He wrote it and has been pushing it for last he ten years. Yeah. I think he'd know it's which direction project. it's yeah. meant to go. Yeah. Clearly, they didn't like the, the comedy Stop. he was trying to do with this or something. Mm. Oh well. It's a mess. Doctor Who! Five mm. ish. Ish. Doctors unleashed unto discs. Now time. The Doctor Who 50th anniversary gave us some amazing celebrity work, not least the likes of The Day of the Doctor. Hooray. An adventure in time and space. Hooray. Doctor Who like the after party. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the five ish Doctors reboot. Hooray. Yes. While the after party is left safely, oh please let it be safely, locked <laughs> next to the Star Wars holiday special, fans were rather upset that the Peter Davison helmed comedy The Five-ish Doctors reboot was apparently getting the same harsh treatment. Oh. But worry no more. Phew. Coming soon on a DVD and probably Blu-ray box set near you of Matt Smith's stuff you already have, expect <laughs> this time they're throwing the Five-ish Doctors into the mix. Yay! Is it a bit of a cynical boy? Yes. Yeah. Maybe. We are glad that they are finally releasing the comedy gold. Yes. yes. Will we be buying it? Yes. 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 
there was also rumours they were going to include the science of Doctor Who as well. You'd think oh, also okay. the making of the five issues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually surprised it wasn't on the anniversary release. Mm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people yeah. were. Yeah, yeah. Time of the Doctor. Claims of rights issues. What Ooh, rights yeah. issues? It's Doctor Who. They obviously made was it, it more... in agreement with the BBC or they wouldn't have been able to do well, the stuff they the did. the Hobbit, sure. Stuff with the Hobbit. Yeah. yeah. Peter Jackson. Yeah, but I'm sure Peter Jackson wouldn't have to have any qualms Peter. about it. I'm a Doctor Who fan and I have Sylvester McCoy's costume. Maybe, Jackson, maybe, maybe not Warner not, Brothers. Might. Yeah, maybe yeah. not him, but yeah. Warner Brothers and. Um, I'm sure they would have said yes. But clearly, they have, but it takes time. Yeah, yeah. there wasn't time in there. You've got to dot the I's and cross the T's. Yeah, I'm maybe happy, it may not have been that. I'm happy to have the after party, providing they <laughs> cut out the One Direction bit. And if oh, they're not, the best co- bit. oh really? <laughs> the, the face palmy of uh, Moffat. <laughs> if they're not going to include it at all, I just want the Jackie Lane bit as an Easter egg. It's the only one, about three the one seconds. One Direction bit, where they all sit in the back of a cab smoking, smoking a spliff. That's the one. Oh. <laughs> I have an addendum. Oh yeah. Oh yes. I did have an addendum, but I got one. It for the oh. news. Oh, well, according to. The Matt Smith has a new girlfriend. Woo! Apparently, young Mr. Smith was seen walking down the street with a lady. Not walking. Walking with a female person. No, was it was it his mother? It was not his mother. Okay. It was a it's young legal. actor from Downton Abbey. But young as, actor. as he <laughs> actress, then I was just trying to be, you know, PC. <laughs> <laughs> but as he's a single man and she's a single woman and they were walking down a road in the same direction, according to the Daily Mail, they must be an item. Yep. Oh, Definitely obviously. sleeping together obviously. if there's walking yep. involved. Yeah. There was even, you know, a smile. They, a were, smi- they were engaged in conversation. How coy was the smile? It was a big mm. beaming grin. Ooh. Good grin. Yeah. It's on. Yeah. Was she that 70 year old from Downton? Maggie Smith. That's <laughs> the one. Oh, yeah. Oh, dear. Yes, I too have a d- 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 num num. And what is your addendum dm dm Well, anyway, to tie in with the 70th anniversary um, yeah, commemorations of the D-Day landings, the has been serialising um, excerpts from um, a recently published novel. It's the D-Day landings minute by minute. That seems taken from um, eyewitness accounts from various people who were there. Right. And um, one of the people who was actually mentioned was a young uh, lieutenant from the Winnipeg Rifles by the name of Lieutenant James Doohan. Really? Mm, yes. Mm, yes, uh, apparently um, he was in one of the ways. I forget which beach he was, him and his uh, comrades were landing on, but apparently. Um, he was washed up given the size of him. <laughs> he wasn't, he wasn't a lot trimmer yeah. in those days anyway. No, apparently, um, all right, he got wounded in, uh, in the leg and they apparently had yeah. his right, right finger, sh- yeah, yeah. Yeah. Little shot, finger off. shot off. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Well, li- he literally escaped death by minutes because um, one of the an- um, anecdotes that he came out with was he had a um, cigarette tin in his uh, breast pocket. Of his um, of his jacket. No, do you believe this? No, yeah. this is this is actually what James Dern said. And um, he pulled out to see. You know, when he got wounded in the um, in the leg and the hand, he also sort of pulled out his backy tin to roll himself a cigarette. Yeah. When he saw it, plug the wound. Yeah. Mm. Well, literally, no. There was a bullet hole in the actual tin itself. No, this ha- this happened a lot. Yeah, yeah. It didn't happen occasionally, my, but my to him, mother's maybe. adoptive father, when I was little, he gave me a book of poetry, very old book of poetry that he'd had with him during World War One, and all the way through till about page ninety is uh, a track of a bullet, mm. and the book stopped the bullet. Mm, that's it. Yeah. Wow, I still got that. Really so, happens. How many of you for target practice? So <laughs> the the, uh, the end Look of the story. Smoking saves lives. Essentially, <laughs> that's that. Yeah, right. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did he die again? 
<laughs> Old age. Swallowed by his moustache, wasn't he? Mm. <laughs> Ooh. Well, he wasn't doing too bad, because didn't he father a child when he yes. was like 83 or yes. something? Good yeah, grief. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't smoke. We are on the last season of Warehouse 13. Aye. Last few, is it? Last five? Is it? It's, it's a very short season, season, about five or six, because yeah. basically they said to them, like, we're stopping it, and they gave them permission to finish it off, and it is brilliant. <laughs> As last oh, seasons go, it's brilliant, and I really don't know why they canned it. But I'm, uh, I'm trying to avoid it until I can get the DVD collection. Sounds mm. like Children of Earth, just a five-parter. Sorry. It's, I just hit Karen. Yeah, it kind, of, it kind of wraps up the um, the end of Warehouse 13 to it move on to Warehouse 14, yeah. which 14. makes sense when you see the Warehouse series. Yeah. <laughs> been watching humbly i don't know what have we been watching we've we've been watching paradise towers well it's very obvious now that crumbly hasn't Hasn't watched watched it at all i I, I remember seeing many many the the joke is on you because you didn't think it was a bonnie langford one no i thought it had ace in it i seem to remember having fond memories of paradise towers (laughs) so god knows what i thought i was going to watch ace would have sorted out paddy and tilda yeah that would have been quite a different watching this i just suddenly sat they're thinking, do you know the worst two companions you could shove in the TARDIS together would yes. be not our Adam, Adam and Mel. Yeah. That would kill oh. the phone. <laughs> I think Pex and Mel would have yeah. been. Could, yeah. I, could I first point out the bad things about Paradise Town? Okay. How, how long have we got? Pex. Pex again. <laughs> Some more Pex. Uh, he brings the world of Paradise and... Towers to rights. If you ever say that again. <laughs> <laughs> Tabby and Tilda. The, I'll put the kettle on. The same foot sticking out of the back of the robot, but with different tights on it. I haven't got a, a noise <laughs> The robots were great. rather unconvincing. Though. The robots, oh. yes. Yeah. Um, what about the wonderful Keth McCulloch music? The oh. wonderful oh, Keth dear. McCulloch music. Mel. Ooh, just Mel again. Pecs. Any particular again. part of Mel? The deputy chief caretaker was okay. Yeah, I got a soft spot for him. <laughs> what about the Kangs? I like the Kangs. This is why I. This is, I think, why I thought Ace was in it because the Kangs will have like Ace vibe about them. She would have belted them as she well. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. It's a. Up watching it, it wasn't as bad Apart as I remember. Pegs. It was still, it's still, it's not up there. It's not the greatest thing ever. It's not but as bad it wasn't, as people yeah, it's no, it wasn't not. as bad as I remember. I'm sorry, it was I like, as bad as I remember. I like the whole right. idea of oh, society Nicholas, having Nicholas descended due to something going awfully wrong. There was a war. It was, yeah. yeah, something like that. But it was never really looked into as much as it could. It was a throwaway no. line about Pex being a bloody yeah. coward. And yeah, the way it was realised didn't quite make sense. No. with the, uh, the caretakers because mm. they were pretty much the same sort of age as Pex. Mm. Well, exactly. so reading, reading the because uh, the monthly has just done a bit with Cartmel. Okay, and, yep. and he's gone back and looked script at editor at the time. Yeah, he's yeah. gone his back first and one. Yeah. yeah, he's gone back and looked at all his script and all his stories and got together yeah. with them. Uh, the Kangs should have been in their mid-teens. 
they should have been a lot, lot yeah, younger. Yeah, because they said yeah. they were abandoned as small children. Yeah, they were acting very yeah. mature for their age. Well, they're yeah. like a sort of street gang, or rather sort of a tower, yeah, but, tower gang. Yeah, yeah. The, so the attitude of them was still mid-teens. They should have been in their mid-teens. And okay. all the caretakers should have been on the wrong side of 50. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's, that's true. true. Can, the the yeah. other thing I often yeah. wondered with that as well, though, is like... I get they everyone of fighting age was taken away. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously, they took all the male children as yeah. well. Yeah, because yeah. if they left, no matter what age. sort of like let's say everything under the age of eight, there should have been boy gangs. Yeah. Pecs well. should they, have been the luckiest. Did, they did say yeah. at one point, you know, they said, "What's a boy?" Yeah, and they yeah. hadn't associated pecs with being a boy. And yeah. pecs, in my mind, should have been there for quite a long time because yeah. the Kangs had all grown to despise yeah. him and tease yeah. him, or oh, yeah. grown up yeah. teasing him. So he should have been in his forties. Yeah, pecs should have been sort of the luckiest guy ever, shouldn't he? Really, with all those Kangs running around. Yeah, but when he got there, they were small children. Why are you saying about that? <laughs> 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 Is this another side of pecs we don't know about? <laughs> I think. I mean, this actually rang resonance when I watched it because I'd started in housing two years before this started so when this started I was a housing yeah. officer yeah. Ah, this was like the um, <laughs> block the, the tower well, it, it kind of was because yeah. at the so point you were deputy chief caretaker I was you? deputy chief caretaker <laughs> <laughs> you, have you got a Hitler moustache no I haven't oh. but, but one of the chief things caretaker. with this and it kind of also ties on the other film we were watching as a silent running but yeah. this was one of those ones of dot two stories where it was a comment on society yeah. at the time oh, yeah. Yeah. because mm-hmm. in 1987 the realisation had come about that tower blocks weren't good and there yeah. was a lot of them that had yeah. gang cultures in now they're being Judge built Dredd, everywhere again yeah. but they were being block, pulled block down and graffiti had got out of hand and all that kind of stuff and I even remember at the time thinking it was probably the most clumsy attempt mm. I'd ever seen at doing one of these kind of like holding up a mirror to society yeah. stories yeah. it just Look, was awful well, as I say reading the, the, the article the inspiration for it was a flat a block of flats where one of the authors lived. Yeah. Is the fact that the lift had all the buttons removed and the floors <laughs> had no numbers on them. Lucky so yeah. you press a button and hope that it's going to arrive yeah. at your floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no new tower blocks like that. You know, you'd have tower blocks where the kids' whole the whole day was spent pushing the buttons up and down. Mm. There's graffiti in the way. Uh... You have gangs on the floors that controlled certain floors. Although it was really tongue in cheek with the red kangs and the rest of it, it wasn't that far off of what was happening in some areas. Mm, question: I mean, how big was Paradise uh, Tower supposed to be? Three hundred and four floors. Yeah, so, I mean, plus a basement. And a basement. Yeah, the basement. Yeah. Well. So, <laughs> so basically, sort of Paradise Tower wasn't a block of flats; it was an arcology. It was yeah. an arcology? Yeah. 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 The, the set design was quite good. Oh, I was yeah. quite convinced well, by that. It wasn't too bad. It was split yes, on two levels, which I was impressed, because you had yeah. that bridge the, that the we were running over. The great architect was a bit cheap, just some <laughs> fluorescent lights. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. One yeah. thing smoke. that does... It made me giggle at the time, and it made me giggle when we watched it the other day, um, was when Mel... Her obsession with that... Yeah, one track, mark. It was, it was becoming one track. OCD. Yeah. Yeah. It was very dirty for <laughs> yeah, that whole well, quite four episodes. <laughs> um, when girl. she finally got to this swimming pool... Now, we've all been in swimming pools. <laughs> yes, and you yes. stand on the edge and you look at the swimming pool and you think, oh, I love the way the water makes it look like it's the same depth all the way over. Oh, isn't that fun? Oh, look, someone's dropped an armband down 
down there. Ha ha! It looks like Almost. I can reach out and grab it. <laughs> Someone's plastic. How the hell did she not notice that huge yellow monster <laughs> robot thing? I can only assume that it was actually in the wall somewhere and has a area that comes out because there is no other way you couldn't have spotted it. What? No, it seemed to be in the wall because yeah. when she came into the room, it hid. Yeah. Yeah. Little yeah. eyes oh. were just sticking out of the wall. And, and I have to admit, I sat there thinking, right, okay, you've travelled with the doctor for a wee while now, so you figure out bad things happen. Someone's just tried to kidnap you, possibly to eat you. you. There are nasty things chasing you around the corridors. I know there'll be nothing untoward <laughs> in the swimming pool. No, it's time pool. to stop and have a swim. <laughs> I need that nice swimming pool. Mm. I must she, say, I've been yeah. That was the swimming pool she chose out all of time and space. It was, yeah. it was a bit crap, wasn't it? Not even any plumes. We had, we had the first reference to the TARDIS having a swimming pool. Yes. And mm. the Doctor Jettison. had jettisoned it. Oh, yes. Mm. I must say, I've been in a swimming pool. Really? So <laughs> yeah. Hands no. up, who's been in a swimming pool? Oh, no. Oh, yes, we all have. No, Thank I, I just wonder what that purple cloud was that was spreading out around me, though. That's the only thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I have to uh, point out that Sylvester, he's. I think this is his second story. Yeah, yeah I think they actually filmed in order. Yeah, it, even now the characterisation has changed a lot from the time in your run. It's a lot more controlled. Yeah. It's a lot it? more controlled. There's no running around the corridors on one foot. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's he's already sort of realised that's not necessarily how he wants to play it. He's yeah. toning it down. He mm. still, a bit. Yeah, he's still searching. Still yeah. searching oh, yeah. for a portrayal of the And of course he's written but... with the generic doctor. Yeah. 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 And he's still searching for the correct umbrella as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really? He hasn't, hasn't got a question mark umbrella. It's still the cane one. Yeah, the cane I one. Think you notice he took that scarf from the Kangs at the end so oh, yeah. he'd treasure it. Didn't never he saw it again. I think his, the character's relationship worked, or the character worked better against... Ace than it did Mel. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm sorry, but Ma- Mel is in my top <laughs> top 100 of she, worst assistants. Like she is the yeah. worst assistant. Yeah. She appears extra hyper in this story compared oh, to all the grief. dingy well, she was, sets. She was in withdrawal from lack of swimming pool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to go on again about this article in the monthly. Plug, plug. But as I said, that he's, Cartman was saying that she lacked direction. She mm. should have. It was a yeah. chance for the character to strike out on her own well, yeah, and she, go in a direction. Story, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but well, she takes. she she lacked direction to you know what to to latch on to. A lot of people were playing it quite panto. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. especially yeah. Pex. Oh no, they well, were. Yeah. <laughs> the Are these one. two old ladies bothering you? No. Are you bothering these old ladies? <laughs> I want to kill you now. Yeah. <laughs> but most of the cast were were sitcom cast. Yes. Yeah. A lot of our viewers or listeners, sorry, a lot of our listeners who what if they watch this would not recognise half the people in that. They might recognise Richard Bryce from Onslow's oh, yeah. wife appears. Um, but oh, a lot of the others. But at the time, they were quite well known household faces from sitcoms, and it mm. you know the the elderly, yeah. the resies, and that yeah. kind of stuff. That came afterwards and one of them went into uh, what was that one with Bouquet I think Bouquet Keeping Up Appearances with Mr Popplewick yeah and it Mm, it actually I think it comes through how much J&T his direction his casting was a little bit more variety variety show performance than realism you say that because the the main two Tabby and Tilda were actually mainly known for their Shakespearean they were because they were having a big sort of face off weren't they about who'd done which and uh, Mm. who'd done more who was more experienced but when I saw Paradise Towers as an eight year old the cleaners 
were really scary. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I had never seen dogs. a Dalek. Yeah. Yeah. Were you just a bit of a wussy eight-year-old? <laughs> oh, well, I'd only seen Time in the Rani. I was building up to <laughs> what, it. What gets, Manly, me, manlying. what gets me is why nobody's cosplayed the cleaner. That's what I said, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good idea, yeah. And, uh, yeah, Tilda and Tabby were even scarier than the cleaners for me. That that cliffhanger, the second episode with oh, Mel screaming. Old no, yeah. women are scary. Yeah. Bit, yeah. The that was really scary. The, uh, the food, the meat. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they can't tell the difference between a cookie and a cake. Yeah. No, ah. that were definitely cookies, weren't they? Yeah, they, they, were, they, were, yeah. they were massive. I the amount of cream she put with, on them. Obviously, you know, we, this is where they dumped everyone when they went off to war. I'm assuming that the entire rest of the population were exterminated because no one's actually broken in to get yeah. any of them yeah. back. It's not clear where they are. They're on a planet of their own or... or we've got no clear idea how long they've been there. We've just been told it's a long time. Enough things to run down and decay. But, it seems know. contradictory because the resis imply it's been a very long time. Yeah. But then the Kangs aren't that old. They're, well, they're meant to be late teens, are they? Early 20s? Yeah. Unless, of course, the place was being watched and as soon as the Kangs reach a certain age, they're dragged off to war as well. Mm. Maybe, but and the conscription. new batch of Littlands are bought in. Maybe, yeah. For three quarters of the story, we have Richard Bryars playing it very underplayed and sadistic. Yeah, yeah. And the- then he turns into yeah. Man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't mind him. I remembered him being much worse. Yeah, than he was as Cragnon. The memory cheats as Cragnon. Yeah, I didn't think he was too bad. He was clearly doing some bizarre accent. Yeah, yeah. A, a kind of older man. Yeah, and and head twisting. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't think he was too bad as that. Uh, I know that JNT had words him to tone it down. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> Talking of toning it down, I didn't actually mind Kef McCulloch's score for this one. You're very young. I know, <laughs> probably because I had the album growing up. Oh, it, it reminds oh. me of uh, Remembrance, but I quite like the music of Remembrance. Yeah, yeah. it's not, so it's not as jarring, yeah. no. I don't know why. Yeah, no. I, the ideas in here are great. It just feels oh, like yeah. they, they hadn't had a tone meeting. Yeah, yeah, everything, yeah, everything needed toning down slightly. Had, nobody is quite on the same page as to what yeah. things should be. Yeah. It needed a final polish. Yeah, I think the, the script was probably yeah. fine, but, but they, the director needed to know the um, caretakers meant to be older. Yeah, and all this sort of stuff. All these little details yeah. don't quite yeah. work. I've listened to the audiobook recently, and that's sort of addressed, so it's much more believable. Mm. Right. This is the thing. If you took this out of Doctor Who and just made it a story about... Like J.G. Ballard, maybe. Sorry? Such as high, it's worth high Rise. That, yeah. 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 that is what most yeah. people think. Yeah. It's Dread and High Rise it, all in one. On its own, it stands up as a really interesting story. Yeah, it's it is. the execution of it that yeah. it sort of like fell to do, pieces a bit. Then you throw yeah. Doctor Who at the late 80s at it and... Yeah. Did no one feel any slight bit of pity towards Pex dying at no. the end? <laughs> My biggest complaint about the ending is the way the Doctor intended to resolve the situation. Yeah. Who's going to push the Great Architect into loads of explosives? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. That, one is, that was his plan. Let's kill this guy by throwing him into a <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to push him through this gap. the Coyote approach to <laughs> yeah. That's been really brutal the, for the Doctor. Did you see the word Acme up the side mm, of the yeah. yeah. We're talking of things that annoyed us a bit. Um, it was Mel's reaction when she basically abandoned Pex to the horrible bullies. Yeah, what mm. bitch. Ace wouldn't have done that. No. And none of the yeah. later companions would have done that. But Mel, who's meant to be this goody-goody, she's like, yeah, okay, you go and be bullied, he, I'm off. He even yeah. broke a street lamp for her. He did, <laughs> you noticed that. Ooh, and yeah. it barely wobbled. Barely. The, like, barely wobbled. He's a finely tuned, finely <laughs> machine. I think that's one of the things that actually, apart from that she was played a bit 
Violet Beauregard still. Yeah. Did the polka dots didn't yeah, help either? That help. Yeah, I think one of the things that uh, uh, kind of irked me about Mel was, and I think it's why she was a bit like the, the assistant Adam, is she comes across as very self. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All the others are for themselves, but they learn to be with the doctor. To sort of like bring other people in and to help, and they become a bit mm-hmm. like doctor. But she really is kind of like self, 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 self. Yeah, she, yeah. yeah. She I want to go to it. I'm going to leave you here. I'm going to. And, and it's not just this story. Some of her other stories. Right. She's it's, not quite companion material. No. Right? no. You admit, it's, it's the second her second season. Yeah, but it doesn't get any she, better. No. Oh no. I oh, know. Well, it's only a full story, thought, I suppose. Yeah. You would have thought she would have improved. Oh yeah, by, by this time she should have improved. I mean, Ace was like. Okay, she was a gay guy's really bad idea about a feisty woman. But <laughs> yeah. even getting past that, by her first after her first story, she, she was, was very there. much there. I yeah. think the Mel with, never was there. The problem with Mel was she wasn't Mel. She was JNT saying, "Oh, I've got Bonnie Langford. This yeah. is yeah. brilliant." Yeah. Mm. yeah. Stunt casting, and it, yeah. it, she was re- really still playing Violet. Yeah, yeah. the most screameth, screameth, scream until I'm sick. The most and disappointing thing about Bonnie Langford was her dapple toy, where she had the, the blue, oh, yeah. the blue clothes from Paradise Towers, and her hair fell off. <laughs> <laughs> Not her clothes, no. <laughs> And her uh, hair fell off all over again. She was perished. It was all done in the best possible taste. (laughs) The thing is that none of the script writers or or none of the the scripts that were sent in in any way improved upon that character and the directors never told her... Try something different. Let's try yeah, it doing yeah. it this way. It's a I bit it's too easy th- to say it's Bonnie Langford's fault. Oh, no, it's the direction no. she's given. Like you said, there was no direction, no character yeah. she, development. She what was, she meant to do? Yeah. She was still doing theatre, wasn't she? Yeah. All the big gestures. Mm. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Did you mm. notice that? Yeah. yeah. Well, I remember at the time she went straight into um, Shop of Horrors. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did yeah, and I mean, she'd yeah. come from a theatrical background. Part of it is the writing. If they don't like the character mm-hmm. to be more intuitive and emotional, mm. the rest of it. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it is also the direction. The actress can only play it how she's, she's given the yeah. part to play. And she was meant to be a computer programmer from Pease Pottage. Yeah. Didn't see any of that. Yeah. In fact, Didn't the only she time... Didn't calculator once. Yeah. <laughs> no. The only time that's brought up is in Time in the Rani, where she's using a fibre-optic cable to remove the bangles mm. on the ankles of the Lucertians. Okay, what sure a sentence! Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> God, I think yeah. a programmer does generally. I no, sure. Yeah, so if you're a programmer, you're good with fibre optics. Why are the bangles hanging onto someone's ankle? <laughs> oh, well. Singing eternal flame. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> or walk like an Egyptian. Some of the Rani's fashionable jewellery. I mean, on one basis, it's an interesting idea. The concept hmm. of the story and that, it's an interesting idea. It's an interesting look at society and the problems yeah. that are around then. But the execution means that, please, can we leave it another 20, 30 years till I have to watch it? <laughs> but it's all remastered and everything. Yeah. In fact, there's an alternate music score. So you don't even have to have Keith McCulloch. Yeah, only for episode one, is it? Only episode one. Yeah, they, they... I, I have to admit that I haven't exactly. watched it with the commentary yet, so I'll have to see who's doing the commentary. And see oh, I'm sure it's. it's better. I'm sure it's very positive. I'm not, I think isn't it just uh, Mark Ayres and? Uh, oh God. Oh, it's uh, Judy Cornwell who played Maddie, Stephen Wyatt, the writer, Dick Mills. 
okay. Uh, I like the idea of Maddie as well. And uh, moderated by Mark Ayres, so none of the actual cast apart from Maddie. No, they're all too ashamed. (laughs) (laughs) I I will say that there's a nice scene, I thought it was a nice scene, with uh, when the Doctor's been held captive. captive. Yeah, with the rule book. Yeah. 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 Mm. I like that. That's the beginning of Sylvester. The 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 sneaky Doctor. Oh, well, it can't be right. Well, if it's in the rule books, but it can't be right. It helps that they were the stupidest caretakers ever. Yeah, they believe... Everything he says in the rule book, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Even though they meant to know it off by heart. This is it. And <laughs> it, 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 the caretakers were meant to be like the front door commissioner who believes that he runs the building. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they, nothing yeah. to do with the... Jobs di- uh, complete yeah. jobs yeah. 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 And yeah. the rule book is a very 80s green. It's the same green that the Dalek guts are in uh, Remembrance of the Daleks. <laughs> Just that generic 80s it's green. association there. <laughs> Obviously, it's the only they had at the BBC. Yeah. yeah. So, quick votes. Would you watch it again? Adam? Yeah. Jean? No. Keith? Possibly if I had a pint of cider with yeah, me. That, that can be, be arranged. Crumbly? Yes. Just out of curiosity. Yes, I would watch it too. Yes, yeah, so would I. Yeah. I used yeah. to watch it a lot in the 80s. I had it on VHS. <laughs> I'll warm that one out. With some alcoholic stimulant or suppressant. Well, we could just do the whole series tw- 24 all in one go <laughs> yeah. on uh, alcohol and see yeah. how good yeah. it is. Well, compare it to uh, Time in the Rani. It's a massive improvement. Yeah, it, it oh, yes. definitely is yeah. less pink. Which tells you how bad Time in the Rani was. Listeners. Well done. <laughs> We're going to play a game now. Ooh. Connect four. Only connect. Only connect. Only connect. We had, we had complaints. We had from, complaints. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. From Dave Hall. Only connect. We are now going to describe four things or four words that have a connection. And the idea is that our dear podcast colleagues have to figure out the thing we are describing or alluding to. My brain hurts. Alluding. <laughs> That's a word uh, you don't hear much on this podcast, alluding. Elude. Oh, she'll go first. Okay. okay. If you can tell me what it is on the first one, more points and second. Oh, okay. A crystal. Uh, Snake dance. Kronos. Diva Loca. You get one guess. Kinder. No, 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 no. Metabetus? No. Oh. Spider. Mm. A planet. Califrax. Yeah, Califrax. <laughs> and the Spider. connection? No, not, I know what a planet is, but what's the connection? <laughs> a the ores? A planet. Mm, yeah. Feed time. Next one would be a necklace and a statue. They're the first four segments of the key to time. Very clever. Ah, Very good. Keith's doing his I'm victorious thing. (laughs) Stop doing it now, nobody can see. It's weird. I know Mm, it is. It's scary. He creaks with it. That's that's actually my knees. (laughs) I'll go next. Survivors. Mm. Mm. The event. Last stories. No, no, not last stories. First stories. No. Oh. Daleks? No. BBC 70s TV programmes. Sorry, say again. BBC 1970s TV programmes. Very close. Pete Purves. Oh. Okay. Nation. Mm. No. Right. Okay, so the second one's The Avengers. <gasps> oh, uh, uh, no. Things that are being remade by Big Finish? Yes. Oh. Oh. The last two are bloody obvious. They were The Omega Factor and Terror Hawks. Oh. Oh. Yep. yep. You're on a vault tonight. Oh, no, he's doing the the creaky dance again. The creaky dance. This is age. Crumbly. Sabotage his chair. Mm. Right, first one is 
Bring them back alive. Bring them back alive. <laughs> the Brigadier? It's definitely Status a... quo songs. No. It's definitely, a, it's definitely a quote of something. Beautiful Star Trek songs. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, second clue. Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Oh, oh, um... Hey, what's no, 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 Sheridan. Sorry, um, Bruce Spock's Yep. Hey. I mean, the second two would have been Babylon 5 and Tron, so... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear what the answer was. Bruce Spock's Ah, oh, he was married to um, Melissa Gilbert from Little House on the Prairie. It still is, isn't he? I don't know. I think so, yeah. The Clink. Um, prisons? Prisons, places in London. Mm. Sea Devils. <laughs> the drinks machines are at work. Oh, is it Ben Aronovich? No, 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 no. Lively Arts. <laughs> that was fun, whatever it is. Hunted <laughs> things? Are these Doctor Who documentaries? Doctor Who, but not necessarily documentaries. Okay. okay. Extras on DVDs. Sorry. <laughs> Robert Holmes. Talents of Wang Chiang. Oh, oh very good. Yes. It's filmed at the yeah, Clink. Lively Arts was a documentary mostly set in and around the making of um, uh, was it Robert Holmes. And the last one would have been a medical examiner and a showman. Oh. <laughs> uh, not a giant rat. No. <laughs> Let's go for this one then. Lotus Alan... Is this going to end up being about your new car? No, no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for Bond cars. No. Characters named after cars. No. <laughs> <laughs> Porn characters <laughs> named yeah. after cars. <laughs> it's the next no. one for Prefect. <laughs> yeah. Uh, prisoner. Nope. Okay. That was uh, Lotus 7. Yeah, Lotus 7 now. Just what I guess. Okay, Amateur. Knight Rider? <laughs> no, <laughs> no mites involved. Next, martial arts. Monkey. <laughs> martial arts. No monkeys no. involved. Oh, uh, it's not positions out of the Karma Sutra, is it? Um, <laughs> well, they could be. <laughs> <laughs> is it a Doctor Who thing? No. Mm. Okay, for one point then, Sir John Knight. It's got some Batman or something. Isn't it? <laughs> No. 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 Any second now, someone's going to go, oh, oh, oh. No. No, 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 no. no. All right, then, five. They shouldn't really be a five, just to give it away. Peter Peel. The Avengers? More specific than that. New Avengers. New Avengers. No, nope. the old, old Avengers. Avengers. The real Avengers. <laughs> the character from the original Avengers. Oh, no. um, Purdy. Purdy. That was Joanna Longley, wasn't no, it? No, that it was the, 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 the medical examiner whose wife got offed. Quincy. No. <laughs> no, no. Go on, give in. Okay. Daughter of Sir John Knight, uh, wife of Peter Peel. Oh, Emma. Emma Peel. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Drove loads of land. Yeah, yeah. She was an amateur and... Oh, yeah. Martial arts. She should have leather cat suit. Or crimson aura. (laughs) Well, quite. Any more? I've got one final one if you want to. Go on. Go on. An easier one, I think, then. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) Gambling. Is this Mm. the sheep sort of gambling or the money sort of gambling? (laughs) Money sort of gambling. James Bond? No. Mm. Um, Ocean's Eleven? Nope. Julian Bashir. (laughs) No. No, Okay. Uh, Drink. Ten forward. Um, no, Quarks. Quark's Bar. No. The one... Father Quark, Ted. <laughs> Quark's Bar equivalent on Babylon 5. <laughs> no. Not the Zerkolo. No, OK, this one will probably give it away. Spoo. Spoo. It is Babylon 5. Gambling, drink, spoo. Zocalo. No, no, the, they had the casino. I'm trying to remember the name of the casino. Didn't I just say Quark's Bar's equivalent on Babylon 5? Yeah, it's not that, isn't it? Not sure I had a name, did it? It's a um, character. Oh, um, Londo, oh. then. Yep, Londo Mavari. Ah. 
Loss will mean power. Oh. Oh. I don't know the characters well enough. To... Nope. <laughs> well, wasn't that fun? <laughs> <laughs> how many Narns does it take to change a light bulb? I don't know. No. How, many how many Centauris does it mm. take, to take to change a light bulb, should I say? Go on, how many... How many Centauris does it take to change a light bulb? Uh, just one. But in the days of the great Centauri Republic, we had a thousand Narns changing a thousand light bulbs at the drop of a hat. When did they become nuns. Scottish? Not Irish, uh, Russian. That's always puzzled me about that. That wasn't the... Russian. That's always puzzled me about the Centauri Republic. Why did they have an emperor? Yeah. <laughs> well, Democratic Republic, Republic of Congo, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. How many Klingons does it take to screw in a light bulb? I don't know how many Klingons it takes to screw in a light bulb. Two, but they have to be very small. <laughs> <laughs> We've been watching a really good film. We saw Silent Running, starring Bruce Dern. Who goes bonkers and now, in it. <laughs> I saw this film first as a little girl, and I love this film. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it makes me cry every time. Until I watched it <laughs> with Adam and Scott and Keith. <laughs> I didn't and say now one. all I can think of it is hippies in space with a robot. Ooh, and yeah. they ruined it. They laughed all the way through it. <laughs> if there was a song to describe this film, it would go... They ruined Silent I'm, Running. I'm, I couldn't even muster a tear at the end. I'm sorry, but I could. I watched it on my own. I am sorry, well. but you have to laugh through it. Otherwise, you end up slitting your wrists. It is so one of the most depressing. No, it's not boring. Silent, Silent Running has a very strong ecological. Yes, um, but it's a depressing. film. I'm sorry, it was really boring. Okay, Silent Running was brought out when Greenpeace was. First started yeah. was it It was basically the middle ground between hippies and Star Wars. Yes. So they hippie wars. Hippie wars. <laughs> just, just as Paradise Towers was an indictment upon mm. society at the time, Silent Running was a look at the ecological issues on the planet Earth. Cetera, That's right. Paradise mm. Towers had Richard Briers. Silent Running has the good life in space. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if we could just take time out to give a brief pricey of the movie. Yes, because uh, there'll be a lot of people that. that won't know. Silent Running is about the last forests of Earth yes. placed on three spaceships and for no readily explained reason blasted out into space to keep them safe. They're in like little mm-hmm. biodomes. They are, yeah. biodomes. And we, fo- we focus on one character called Lol. Insane. Who was mm-hmm. slightly Barking. loopy. Yeah. And he'd taken a conservationist pledge... I'm guessing the three astronauts with him hadn't taken that. No, I think for them... They they just sort of job. They, for no, again, no readily explained reason, are told to blow up the biodomes. This sends our little astronaut slightly over Over the the edge into Loopy Town. Slightly, And he accidentally murders one and then deliberately murders the other two. Mm. He nukes them, basically. And is left in space with three little drones. And an injured leg. And an injured leg. Huey, Dewey and Louie. Yeah, but Louie... Not the legs, he's only got one. Yeah, and it's his. Well, I don't entirely know what he expected to achieve from any of this. No, I think it was to preserve the one Mm. bit of the forest that was left. Which he succeeded in doing, as far as we know. Oh, yeah, yeah. But he does, he is a mass murderer who we are meant to feel sorry for. I mean, I I think, I mean, okay, sort of jumping right to the end of the film, I think. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh dear, it's, it's a good clubbing. No, I mean, I think the um, the idea of him casting adrift the last stone was very much like a message in a bottle. Mm. Yeah, I'd never quite understand why he didn't go with it though. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Or, or send at least or, both the drones with it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But thing is, he couldn't send the second drone because he wasn't working properly, so mm. he'd have just distracted. Yes, but, but the, he drone, interfered the drones with have actually got drone. personalities because at one point they were waiting for something. Yes. And one of them's tapping its toe, yeah. and he, they kind of mm. like hold. Hand, feet, thingy, tender, whatever you call them, <laughs> flappy bits. So they've obviously got some kind of like consciousness of some sort. So even if he isn't working, just to have him as company. Yeah. Do you know what well, me right. though? Is he sent that last little drone, blasted him into space to look after that one thing, and we never saw him change his program from how to play poker to how to, <laughs> yeah. how to tend to nature's creatures. The only light relief no, in I the think, film. I think Bruce Dern did sort of you know, reprogram the last, dro- yeah, last droid to um, look after the dome. Oh, yeah. right. oh God, it was even longer, longer with a cut scene. <laughs> the only light relief really was the, uh, the poker scenes. That was fantastic. With the two drones laughing at him and uh, conspiring. Yeah. Yeah. Showing yeah. each other their cards. And uh, making him think that they didn't know what they were doing and then just yeah. getting a full house. I, yeah. have, I remember, I didn't watch this when it first came out because it was in 72 when it first came out, but I watched it when I was quite young um, and quite enjoyed it. And one thing I actually struck me watching it now in, in cinematography terms is this would have been at the Oscars because the equivalent film in some respects, not about the actual, what the story's about, but cinematography, is Gravity. Because in mm, this one, yeah. you start with a small cast, about three or four, eliminate them fairly quickly and mm. are down to one person yeah. surviving till the culmination of the story. Now the culmination in this story ends up with him committing mm. suicide yeah. the culmination mm. of gravity. But that very similar... Yeah. The same with Moon. Kind of thing, yeah. yeah. I'd yeah. compare it more with Moon because mm. of the, you know, the isolation that was involved. So you basically spend the whole film with someone that's completely unhinged mm-hmm. Yeah, I was a bit right at this. I thought, wow, they've killed off the other characters for yeah. anyone. Yeah. Third way through. Yeah. What are you going to do with the rest of the film? In <laughs> fairness, though, I was really bored at the beginning until they died. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It just. Well, they were. That was the worst they, bit. Except for one of them, they were all virtually very unpleasant yeah. people. Yeah. They, they well, deserved the, it. The thing yeah. was, I mean. One thing they kept saying was, even though Bruce Cerny was starting to go a bit hat standard uh, towards the end, he felt he was, it was his personal responsibility to maintain the domes, yeah. along with the droids. Yeah. Whereas Drugs. his crewmates, their attitude was, yeah, so, hey, back on Earth, every, everyone's got a job and no one's sick. Yeah, I'm not trying to be anti it, but he come across as a very intense person mm. himself, <laughs> and I would not like to be trapped in a s- isolated with him. Especially yeah. with those eyes. Especially yeah. with those eyes. Well, yeah, the, yeah. the, the he, he, he stereo eyes, <laughs> Scott, I believe, just said essentially because the astronauts squashed his flowers, they yeah. deserved to die. <laughs> yeah, and absolutely. I'm sitting next to him. This, yeah. this worries me. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bit of an evangelical conservationist. Mm. Well, he's so. the only one left. Well, yeah, exactly. That's the thing I was wondering. I'm assuming they would have had someone who'd taken the conservationist pledge on each ship. Mm-hmm. So why yeah. did the um, other two deliberately the... run over his sprouts? Well, <laughs> No, you don't know the, the other ships. ships. Maybe Why the, did the other ships. people on the other ships not go do lally and maybe well, the ones on the other ships were restrained or something. Yeah, perhaps they got well, to him first and threw him in a locker. Because no, the, the whole point of it was, I mean, his crewmates, or they saw maintaining the domes as a pointless exercise. Mm. Yeah, whereas you saw Bruce Dern, he was the one who most passionately believed that one day they would be recalled to Earth, mm. so they could resort of foliate and uh, repopulate the Earth. I mean, it's a fantastic film. I've always loved it, but it raises more questions mm. than mm. answers. How comes but, there is no life? 
yeah. in terms of vegetarian vegetable life actually on Earth and anymore. how the hell are they surviving without it? Yeah, well, clearly like artificial. Well, yeah. they're, they're eating the synthetics on board ship. No. And it's also the interesting idea. He sent this this message in the bottle. He sent Huey or Dewey. I can't remember which one. I think it's Dewey mm. off into space with the artificial lights and, and the everything and can. the watering. Oh can. yes, the <laughs> lovely watering what, can. What happens? Does this? Stone go on ad infinitum? Is it going to land well, on a planet and see no, the planet? You know, well, it's that's, quite that's the whole purpose of a message in a bottle. Oh, yeah, you don't no. know if it's going to reach but land or not. It's that nice idea of I mm. like that thing. It left you with that. You, you can take this. How long are those bulbs going to last? Yeah, it's like a little snow globe floating out it there, was, isn't it? Yeah, it was. I do agree with Karen on one thing that those robots, those little drones, were adorable. Amazing <laughs> <laughs> like, what they got out of them. Yeah, they no features, no yeah, real ways. They all had their own separate personalities. Before Star Wars, yeah, oh, long yeah. Way. they were. These were pre, these, anyone looking at this now might go, "Oh, it's just an R two D two ripoff." No. R two D two, but actually, had the it voice. isn't an yeah. R two D ripoff mm. because R two D two wasn't a twinkling yeah. spilt. Uh, if, any, if anything, R two's uh, in ripoff inspiration from of human Dewey. The, yeah. the only problem I had with the drones was they looked like old-fashioned transistor radios a bit, <laughs> well, and every time nineteen seventy-two, yeah, and every time the soundtrack came on and. <laughs> Someone started singing. I assumed it was them playing it to soothe him. The someone that started singing was a very, very famous singer. It was like Kate Bush all of a sudden. No, it's Joan Baez. Oh, what's Joan Mm, Baez? Joan Baez. Yeah, very last song. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, This is Mm. everybody. She she was really, really. She was a very well-known protest singer of the uh, late sixties and early seventies. It shows right place for her. Oh, very jarring. She's well. She's sort of like one of Dylan's counterparts. Protégés of, yeah. of that era. Yeah, she's still, one th- still around, I believe. One thing I must mention: there's a silent running in 2001: A Space Odyssey. Yes. Was um, in that seminal scene where you see the uh, sh- in 2001 we see the uh, shuttle going up to the space station. It's got Pan Am emblazoned on yeah. the side. <laughs> yes. Yeah, whereas the Valley Forge was run by American yeah, Airlines, yeah, and yeah. it had a Coca Cola. It did. coffee and drums. The look, of, the look of the interior ship with all the um, cargo pods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very Space 1999. I am racking my brains to who find who who designed those. Yeah. The name John Dixter from yours keeps coming to mind. You see them in so many mm, things mm, though. They're yeah. the iconic pod that will Diana. be inside a spaceship. Yeah. Hexagonal no matter shape. what film yeah. or anything, it's that storage Hexagonal. pod. Mm. One thing we're all missing. Yeah. So Dewey's been blasted off in his message in a bottle. Yes. Yeah. And we have plants, trees, nice rabbits. river. Mm. Rabbits. Rabbits. Mm. Now we yes. know what rabbits do. <laughs> uh, Whenever yeah, this yes. message in a bottle lands, it's going to be full of rabbits. And no <laughs> carrots. Well, no carrots at all. Nope. And that one hawk that kept landing yeah. on his arm every time he said that. It's going to be too fat to actually yeah, yeah. There's only so many rabbits one hawk can but, eat. But the, the, Once you've seen Tom you Jones nothing do it. but rabbit, you, you will die. die. Yes, I know. <laughs> It's going to be like that scene out of Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Because <laughs> with rabbits, you use more energy digesting them than you actually get from a rabbit. He's having a Stephen Fry moment. Oh, OK. I'm not sure that's true for hawks. No. <laughs> <laughs> the hawk would take out the rabbits, wouldn't it? No, I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. so many And die. <laughs> Uh, yeah. didn't have any vegetables. No. So apparently most of the interiors were filmed in a decommissioned Korean warship. Really? Yeah. Which was called mm. Valley Forge. It was ah. indeed. Korean. But the no, thing I, US, I really liked was the model shots, and apparently mm. the model was 26 feet oh. long. Whoa. 
really? Yeah, and uh, it oh. fell apart, so they couldn't really do much with it. But some of the the biodomes still survive. Oh, and it been looks, well, basically, it's a space going version of the Eden Project. Yeah. It is yeah. too. I've just wicked. Ooh, right. I thought it smell something. And there could be a reason why some of it reminded you of 2001: A Space Odyssey. Oh yes, Odyssey. Odyssey. Yes, Odyssey. Odyssey. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Running was directed by Douglas Turn- Tr- yeah. Trumbull. Douglas Trumbull. Trumbull. That's it. Yeah. 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 Who had previously worked as a special effects supervisor on science fiction films, including 2001: 2001, A Space yep. Odyssey, Odyssey and The Andromeda Strain. Uh, only yes. three years before, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's 2001. Yeah. It feels like a different era in time. It, uh, yeah, it yeah. looks much more old-fashioned. Than... It does bizarrely. Mm-hmm. It, the model works not nearly as good as 2001. No. Yeah. Mm. But it feels more 70s, which was it is. Well, I think really yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, the thing that gives it away is the 70s blood, as you pointed out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His leg, scarlet. Bright red yeah. paint. Yeah. Like something out of a spaghetti western. Yeah, yeah. or a zombie film. Yeah. Oh, and and that, I have to that say... That was the name I was trying to think of, Douglas Trumbull. And oh. I have to say, throughout the whole film, Lol wears this blue jumpsuit. Lol. He even sleeps. He did have more than one, though, because he no, had no, his no, leg one, cut off. One yeah. point where he's actually topless, because Dewey walks past and he actually pulls <laughs> the blanket out. This is thinking... By this point, you'd be gardening in your absolute nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's not like I dancing around, around <laughs> dangling your bits. Yeah. Not while that hawk's around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I did notice that when we were watching it, as he reprogrammed the drones to repair his leg, and as the first drone slowly cut away at the uh, the jumpsuit, mm-hmm. yeah. all of us gasped at how close it was getting to the leg. It's like, <laughs> yeah, he didn't do it himself. <laughs> yeah. He refused to have that. Oh, dear. <laughs> Yeah, leg stand reminded me very much. Leg, probably. I think it might have been a false yeah. leg. Reminded me very much of Days of Lister and the Scutters. Yeah, <laughs> take the temperature slowly, slowly, <laughs> and now. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine either Huey or Dewey turning around and doing a V sign. So. <laughs> Actually, I think he did. One, one of them did. Yeah. One of them definitely <laughs> flipped him off, and the other one gave him the V sign. Yeah. Them, them cheating at yeah. home yeah. and that kind of stuff. It's an interesting film. Mm. It's oh, not a film. To to watch if you want to be a cheerful film it's, it's a good film but I don't think it's a film you can say you enjoyed watching it's, I enjoy it's it it's a film with yeah. a message yeah. 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 I think it's a very good film and I do enjoy watching it when I watch it by myself and don't have you gits around <laughs> to ruin it it's the first time I'd seen it actually is it? what did oh, you think yeah. of it? Sir? yeah I didn't Me know too. what to expect at all that's why I'm so surprised that he was left in his own so early <laughs> as I said it it felt quite slow but then it would be for its age but I can give you some good news Karen what's that all three drones still exist and are owned by the director even Louis even Louis (laughs) does he have a foot oh well uh, detachable does he have the actors inside (laughs) maybe (laughs) they don't have feet but they're fine might be shriveled okay so same question Adam would you watch it again yeah Jean yeah you I will probably have to watch it again yes (laughs) Andy brings a lump to my throat every time Scott only if I can watch it with you (laughs) (laughs) never watching it with me (laughs) mine for me alone Jean can watch it though because she watches it with the correct frame of mind I I will leave you alone to watch it yes you will the packet of tissues (laughs) (laughs) right you've been writing to us Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. At least thank one you. of you has. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And thank you, Head of Pertwee. <gasps> <gasps> oh, 
no. <laughs> nice segue. Oh, okay. Well, well saved. Well, saved our bacon there. Hello. Hello, Hello Pertwee. Hello, big yellow head. Lego head. The nameless head. The, the nameless, nameless hollow head. Yes, we still haven't had a name for it yet. Someone yes. send us a name. We've had one so far. Yeah. Robin, Bob, Bland, Robin Bland. Uh, Graham Graham and all the other yep. Yep. dangerous Churchill. Fascist Spock. There are a lot of plastic. Santa Pertwee. Speaking of Graham. Oh, yes. Oh. This letter is from Graham. Oh. Ah, really? Graham says... Hello, team. Hello. So, a quick one on how to say German wording. Okay. When you have EI, you say I. I. It's like old MacDonald. Yeah. (laughs) When you have IE, you say E. I. And the O in rot is pronounced O. Vote. Okay. Uh Vote, not rot, vote. It says rot. No, but if you pronounce it as an O, it's it's vote. That's bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so, after that how-to, Twin Dilemma. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> I'm one of the few who actually likes Twin Dilemma. That's lovely to meet you. weird and psychopath doctor. <laughs> I don't even try to take it seriously. You just can't. Yeah. As to this time around, Silent Runnings... Brilliant, mad, psychotic sci-fi with robots that wouldn't look out of place in a Star Wars Jawa's sand crawler <laughs> or being punished in Jabba's palace. Don't make me think of them being punished. <laughs> kinky thoughts, yeah. kinky thoughts. As to Paradise Towers, Ooh. you oh. poor, poor, <laughs> unfortunate people. My personal worst Who story of all time. Really? What? Oh, wow. Does time flight. Um, time flight? Time in the Rani? Down the bottom with Fear Her, David Tennant's last two stories, Love and Monster, Zzz, and Possibly Midnight. Your eyes aren't burning too much from the worst use of a brilliant actor in a pantomime-like role. Just think of the good life. Um. And how can anyone like Mel? No. When Bonnie was given such a turd. Um, in the swimming pool. It's a floater. Maniac machines, cannibal grannies, oh sweet bod. So I hope you've all recovered by now and are not waking up screaming with nightmares too much now. I, Graham, the second Doctor Sheridan from the Pratchett podcast, <laughs> How the Angels Rise Up, Rise Up. Brackets. From this bit doesn't have to be read. It's just my email tag. But I'm reading it anyway. Oh. <laughs> Sent from somewhere in the time vortex just short of Golgothrinchen staring at a great space turtle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, white. <laughs> I watched it this morning, so I didn't have to go to sleep on night. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I was waiting for the gas man to come and service the boiler. Sounds like he... Is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds, like Graham, sounds like Graham preferred uh, Silent Running to Paradise Towers. I think Graham mm. did. Yes. Maybe. I spotted yeah. a hint amongst what Graham was saying that he's not overly fond of Paradise Towers. Silent yeah. Running yeah. definitely had better cleaners. Came quite low again. DWM just released their, yeah. their new mm-hmm. poll. It was way down, about 10 from the bottom, I think. Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. I never had a problem with fear her i mean I, okay These it is, it is not exactly <laughs> yeah. you know the best of stories yeah. but it's not the worst it's what i'd call well, a mid-ground yeah, that, yeah. I, I think fear her has picked up a large amount of undeserved flack it's not the best but it's yeah, definitely not I mean, the worst I enjoyed it. as for midnight i didn't hate the story i like the story it's very intelligent i just don't 
yeah. like yeah, I, the story because the vulnerability of the Doctor yeah, and it's the one time you actually think, oh my God, they're going to kill him. <laughs> yeah, it, it never yeah, bothered me, that. It seems to bother everyone else. never bothered me. I loved it for David Troughton, midnight, yeah. that is, yeah. and I prefer Love of Monsters to Fear Her. There, I have shared. Ooh. I much prefer Love of Monsters to Fear Her. I can't. Ooh. So, midnight. So, I like it's a middling episode. I have mixed feelings on Love of Monsters and I know that the fact that the people in that room are us. <laughs> <laughs> As I said before, Love of Monsters was perfectly fine until the absorbal off and then yes. quite yes. Yes. ruined the whole thing. Yeah. Of minutes. Yeah. yeah, I think and that ruined the whole casting. thing. I'd agree with you. <laughs> so 230 out of 241, apparently, uh, Paradise Towers. Yeah. What was below it? I don't know. Any <laughs> more feedback? Uh, not much. We've got a, little, a bit more from Andre about Eli Who. Oh, <laughs> okay. Is there yeah. something called Eli Who going on? I believe there is. It's a convention, but it is not Haven't they just country. got... Oh, I won't spoil it, but Colin well, Baker? Does yes. everyone? Could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think uh, something about uh, a rare guest appearance. Maybe medium rare in this case. <laughs> uh, and we've got Tegs Malloy as well. Yep. And Colin yeah, Baker. Right. Right. Yes. Yay. It's worth going just for Colin. Yeah. It is. We'd never see him anywhere else. No. No, no, no. 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 Never met him at all in our lives, have we? <laughs> I just missed out on meeting him. We need to dangle the head. We need to get a photo with him with the head. Yeah, need to get me mm. to meet him as he well. He's going to the um, London Film Comic Con, isn't he? Yes, okay. I think so. Sunday. So we might go to that. Mm-hmm. I know Construct Number Two wants to go to that. Yes. Is that the one that Stanley I posted? Is going to be in the building. Building. Yes. Yes. yes, that's yes. the one I picked up uh, leaflets for. It. Yes. yes, I might steampunk. Ooh. I might. Ooh. I might give the hat an outing. Okay, should we go on to the windy up thing? Yeah, I think we basically are. Now, aren't we? Yeah. We're just sitting here chatting. And so, dear listeners, this brings us to bing, the end of another bing, podcast. Bing, bing. Oh. But bing, never fear, bing, bing, in the next one there'll be more of the same. Bing, bing, more fun, frivolity, and jollity. More news and reviews. More hula than you. So, until that, what letter shall we have? Bing, 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 bing. Well, if we're going bing, it might as well be B. B. B for bing. So, until that boisterous beatitude of bafflement and bemusement and bollocks <laughs> comes binging into your face, <laughs> bounces boisterously past your buttocks. <laughs> Old buttocks. You said nobody. Old bristling buttocks. <laughs> comes bouncing your way. This is me, Crumbly, saying, be seeing you. Goodbye. Farewell. Goodbye. Over. You've been listening to the Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 186, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fate Keith, Gene Riddler, The Real Keith Dunn, and Scott Fuller. The views expressed here are those of the speaker and don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended, and this is an El Presidente production for www.staggeringstories.net. And next time, dear listeners, on Staggering Stories, it's the Forbidden Planet of Evil. Oh, yeah, sorry, that, sorry, or even <laughs> the Planet of Evil and Forbidden Planet. We're sorry, he's only just started. We're going to get a replacement next week. New rumours are swirling around the pollock hole. I mean, the in turbines and streaming... Intertubes. S- sorry, intertubes. Intertubes, that streaming service... Hulu. Thank you. Hulu. 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 With an H. Yep. Do you want to start that whole I thing? I think I would, yes. Right. Intertubes and Hulu. Okay. I'm not saying it got away uh, from you, but <laughs> I think it's running down the road shouting, I'm free, I'm it's free. It's better than running down the leg. <laughs> right, one word at a time. One word at a time. Now. Well done.
I think we need to go quickly. <laughs> anyway, without further ado. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I just had a brain fart there. <laughs> oh, a bit with me. Bodily again. <laughs> you need the sound of running feet. Lots of running feet. One long running foot. <laughs> running foot. <around. laughs> the, the, the singular foot. You saw, I thought you said running fruit. <laughs> I think some people aren't turned on. You're turned on. Are you turned on? No, it's been a while. I've been married for so long. Oh! <laughs> is that better? That's what I'm about. What is this? Keep the balls, eh? Soundcheck by up. Take a run People have to guide me because you know vision. Got him. Jim Mortimer's got stuff out. He's got what out? Stuff. stuff. <laughs> Jim Mortimer, was that? Jim Mortimer's got stuff out. <laughs> the great... <laughs> more syllables, Jim, more syllables. You can hit them both, they're nothing to do with me. <laughs> the Great Eye by Jim Mortimer. I have no idea. It's obviously an audio thing. Oh, so I can hear so I, can... I thought it was the new car. <laughs> <laughs> I have arrived. <laughs> I have to say, however, you should not mock me because I am now an endangered species. I can actually claim that I am, um, as a race, or a sub-race group, we are, sub being, race. <laughs> we are being made extinct. Who's, who's killing you off? No, all the, the hospitals. <laughs> the, the last hospital. Oh, yes. Because in the sound of old Bo Bells is closed. So unless you have a home birth, you're not a cockney. You can't no. be a cockney. Well, they can just extend the cock boundary. No. <laughs> it's got to be within, I think it's three miles of the sound of old bow mm. bells and it yeah. doesn't count over the other side of the river. It literally means that as, as a group, cockneys are basically becoming extinct. I'm a minority group! <laughs> She's come out. We should shoot her. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yes, of all these upper class people going shooting, uh, <laughs> have us stuffed and mounted. <laughs> <laughs> have, having cockney in that order, Essex shoots, maybe Essex shoots, mm, yeah, and cockney shoots. I love you. <laughs> you make every day worth waking up for. <laughs> you shut me in the car <laughs> for your own safety. Yeah. He can shut you in Adam's new car because it has air conditioning. <laughs> it does. Yeah. And it does. a little Keith poop space. Keith <laughs> poop space. Poop space. <laughs> Do you mean this? Does this mean I have to go round and poop in every leaf? <laughs> it's a lot of poopage. Lots of trees. <laughs> a lot of poopage. Fly like a poop on the wind. From this point on, everyone, Crumbly is about to burst. Thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> so for every now and then, she's just giving a gentle rumble. <laughs> As I say, I don't. You know the noise. <laughs> you know the noise the space shuttle makes as it's taking off. That. <laughs> That's, That's all his we're feeling at the moment. The whole sofa is just trembling. Clench, man, clench! For God's sake, clench! What about that bloody corker you did when Keith? That was really. <laughs> That was that a was real. Like, oh, I can't hold this in anymore. It was a very base, base note what, to what it. They have in the windows. Women don't fart. They have we, the really, we, 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 
We were you in Middle This is this is more gases. <laughs> we release gases. Yeah, that sounds better. We work it back up and round the get throat. The vapors. Yes, we release them. You're an airwick. <laughs> Yes, we, we are the airwicks of the human race. <laughs> I've got a button I can press then. No, oh, I dare not anymore. Okay. Oh, so I saw Keith was going into a very good monologue about the curse of Fenric, and cloister uh... <laughs> bells, cloister bells, ringing all the day. Scary stuff is imminent. It's time to run away. Hey, <laughs> only six months out. So, time to recycle those songs soon. Somewhat unseasonal. Huh? I have four words describing my thing. Okay. <laughs> Small. Are they transmittable? Crinkly. Four words. He's thrown it to the floor. <laughs> Keith has thrown his toys out of his pram. So I can rise over your chair. <laughs> <laughs> And if anybody mentions fingers, they're going to get a slap. Fingers? Pacifier? Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane. Oh. <laughs> You've got to warn us when you're going to say things like that. Oh, I nearly had one then. <laughs> and you laughed it out of me. That's what it was just that. I, I was there was them two they were mocking I was You're being quiet and I was I was snuggling with you under the blanket it's on, I wasn't under the blanket it was two blue bloody yeah. so they weren't tears at all it was sweat <laughs> it's, that's gone on my reasons to dump you in a field list <laughs> I like the idea of being 95 getting my first motorbike <laughs> and, and blocking and shutting down the M25 kicking out a wheelie all the way down the motorway you know I know it's a bit late but I've just remembered my favourite bit from Silent Running mm. it, can was add one, it, in it was one of the drones tapping its foot waiting mm. for the communication yeah, yeah. yeah I like impatient. that yeah. yeah it's all the one that nudged the other one yeah. when he saw him coming 